Welcome, welcome to the Social Living Podcast. I'm your host, Julian Green. Jam, how you doing? Good, man. Well rested. Been on annual leave the last two days, so yeah, I'm, I'm chilling. Needed. It's been needed. That's good. So you're saying this is the first week where you've said, you know what, this week, it's been chill. Yeah, I say that, but tomorrow I'm in London. We've got a photo shoot. Yeah. Um. Yeah, with one of our brand ambassadors tomorrow mm-hmm. and Friday. So, yeah. I mean, this is like the calm before the storm, I think. Yeah, 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 yeah. I hear that, I hear that. Well, good luck. How's, with yeah, that. how have you been? How's the week been? Uh, it's been good, you know, productive. Yeah. Uh, I feel like, I, I think I've officially started the year this week. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah. that's, how, that's how it feels. Uh, I've got a little bit of a... I added exercises into my routine basically. That's just that that's it. You know, everyone started first of Jan. I couldn't quite make that happen. First of Feb. Well, basically it was January 31st. Uh and I've just yeah. I've added it in. So I what have you started doing? Uh I got a PT, man. I got a PT. Okay. <laughs> Sometimes you need that there's someone to keep you accountable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I got a PT. Big up my my PT. Um and yeah man gym every morning uh so far anyway so yeah it's been good nice. it's been real good uh been doing a nice little exchange of services so i don't have to pay him uh and i help advertise his services so um it's a nice little exchange there so yeah man it's good and outside of that man everything's good man family's well you know um just i don't even know there's nothing more to say really work's going all right just pushing on all fronts, really. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, yeah, looking forward to this weekend as well. A little time out with the fam as well. So looking forward to that. So, yeah, man, it's good, man. It's no, good. Yeah. Also, this week, what happened was transfer daily, deadline day, should I say, transfer deadline day, January 31st. Um, this time last week, we were talking about Arsenal. We were talking about Vlahovic, uh, are you surprised with what's happened so far? Like, I don't, think, I don't think you can be an Arsenal fan and be surprised by this. This is this is the normal. This, this we've been dealing with this for the last fifteen years. That yeah, this yeah, it's you, you kind of learn not to get your hopes up, and and take everything with a pinch of salt. And yeah. it's it proved it proved to be the point this this year this jam linked with Vlahovic, we and we've ended up losing our best striker. Yeah, and we've got a Bami, we've got um, Lacazette and, and Ketia, so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's memeable. What? It's a, we're just a we're just a walking meme, I'm sure. You know what? Definitely to other clubs, and I understand that. Um, I'm I'm trying to take a positive attitude towards it. I understand most Arsenal fans or the fan base overall. They're gonna be like, you know, what are we doing? We got like. I heard it's like 18 outfield players or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, which that, that doesn't worry me. Uh, I think what worries me is like, okay, yeah, we've got two strikers that don't really score a lot of goals. Um, mm. It It's a weird one because you could say our oh, Bamyang's kind of put us in a situation or you could say Arteta's put us in that situation. We, truth be told, we don't know. Mm-hmm. Bamyang has gone... Abamyang hasn't been scoring for us this season. So whether he stayed, would it have changed things? No. I'm I'm I feel like I'm happy 
that he's going to be happy. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I, I, I think he deserves that for the for what he's done to the club over the last four years. He's yeah. I've seen the stats as he was leaving, and, and they're world class stats. I saw mm-hmm. Gary Neville comparing him to the like the the, the famous strikers in the Premier League, and, and he's up there in terms of numbers and and um, goals per minutes and stuff. And those type of stats there. So yeah, you've got to give him his flowers. Yeah. I know it's not ended well, but he's been a great servant to the club, and you can't knock him really. Yeah. Without him, we wouldn't have had we wouldn't have the highs we've had over the last four years. Exactly, he's definitely a shining light over what's been happening over the last couple of years. Um, to come in on the back of like selling someone like Alexis Sanchez, who to me was another, a genius when he was at Arsenal, mm. uh, and he, he, he you know he he stepped in and he did what he needed to do, and um, you know to all account like I guess sometimes. We might have felt like we wanted more from him, um, and we didn't get it. But he gave everything, uh, and especially during the times where nothing else was happening for us, mm-hmm. like he scored the goals. Do you know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. yeah, my big shout out to Abamyang. I think it's a crazy situation in terms of like us signing him him up to like a big boy contract, and then to, at the end to like kind of like terminate it. Um, I think that's crazy. Like, but then again, it, it's 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 very Arsenal f- for them to leave or sell, sorry, their best player for nothing, you know. Yeah, uh, it's good. History, it. yeah, history shows that we've 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 been doing that. Our best players have gone for for free or if not nothing over the last 10, 15 years. And you think we learn from? I guess that's why we gave him a long contract as as that kind of safety net. And it's just not worked out. Like I, I guess they didn't, they couldn't predict the the falling out with the manager and stuff like that. Um, they they, they were doing the right thing, giving him a, a a longer contract considering the form he was on. It's just yeah, it's not paid off. Yeah, and from what what I like about the situation, which I think is a positive, uh, is that we got a manager that's kind of being backed. So it's his decision, and he's, mm. he's being backed. So it's like okay, cool. So, like, literally, this manager is going to get the support and hopefully it, de- it delivers because we've seen it in the past where the manager doesn't really get the support and it doesn't quite work out. So, you know, there there are certain changes that we're probably not... They're probably not too obvious, but you'll probably see towards the end of the season. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, Arsenal's got it all to play for. It was a weird one, obviously, with all these exits. So many people left. So many people left. <laughs> so many people left, but you know what? I can that can definitely change the culture. Mm, yeah, um, for sure. And these are certain things that maybe Arsenal fans can hold on to. They don't want to, I know that. You know, your Don Robbies, your AFTVs, they don't want to hold on to like those little bits of hope sometimes, especially when you've been let down time and time after again. Again, but it's kind of being a like an Arsenal fan, isn't it? So so yeah, big, big Big up the Arsenal squad right now. I'm praying for you to get top four. So yeah, it's, and if they do get top four, if they do get top four, I'm gonna be happy. <laughs> like I'm gonna celebrate that like a trophy. Although I shouldn't because it should be a minimum. But for what we've gone through, I would love to watch Arsenal play on a Tuesday and a Wednesday night again. It's been so long. It's been way too long. I actually do not remember the last time I watched Arsenal play a Champions League game. <laughs> yeah, me either. I can't. I couldn't tell you. Like, we probably had Squilacci at the back, like, and that yeah. says a lot. 
<laughs> there you go. So yeah, I can't wait for that one. But um, on top of that as well, there's been other signings, man. Delhi Ali gone to Everton. Newcastle spending ninety-one million pounds. Mm. Newcastle, wow. being a Newcastle fan, must have been eventful as well because they were linked with everybody. Yeah, everybody under the moon. Yeah, and they've made a few decent signings. To be fair, mm. um, yeah. like Bruno, I don't know how he pronounces last last name. Yeah. yeah, it looks like a good player. We were linked to him as well, but um, yeah, we want to look out for just see how they perform and how Eddie Howe gets them playing with his new squad. Yeah, it'd be good. I think that adds the pressure on to Eddie Howe. He, if they get relegated, he's done, isn't he? Um, mm. So I guess he's got to keep him up. He keeps his job. He's got then he's got the preseason. They might make more signings. Then the pressure's up until December, and you just as if you're a top manager, you got to perform under that kind of pressure. So mm-hmm. he's got that time now. So there's that. Uh, Adama Traore went to Barcelona. Mm-hmm. That one's a bit of a mad one. Um, because like I felt like he was doing, I felt like his numbers are terrible this season. His numbers are bad, yeah. It goes like one goal, maybe two goals this season. I feel like two assists, like it's ridiculous. Mm. Um, but he got his move to Barcelona back home, and then they were playing all these old videos of him, and I was like, yo, how did he become light skinned? Mm. Like, yeah, he was, yeah, he was darker. <laughs> yeah, it might, might be the sun, <laughs> the Spanish sun. You know what. That we could save that discussion for another topic, like another episode, because he definitely went a couple shades lighter. Mm-hmm. Um, don't know how we can say it's the sun for now, I'll leave it and leave it at that. But it'll be interesting to see Barca. Like, I would love to play with Barca on FIFA 2022. Abamyang, you know, Torres, Depay, Depay yeah, mm-hmm. like all those players would be it'll be lit. So, yeah, man. It's been a, it's been a, it's been an interesting window and yeah Newcastle are definitely one of the shining lights there, um, so yeah man, and well one player we definitely <laughs> well one player that has signed for a new team should I say <laughs> is uh, Mason Greenwood man welcome to Prison FC, so he's been he's been like one of the number one topics on on social media this past week. Mm-hmm. Uh, was it Saturday, Sunday morning, Saturday night? Um, yeah, 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 Sunday morning. Yeah, like Twitter, crazy, Instagram, crazy, TikTok, crazy. Um, so for those who don't know, Mason Greenwood is a young, promising footballer that plays for uh, Man United. Uh, and his missus or girlfriend goes by the name of Harriet Robson. She posted on her Instagram uh, a few pictures of herself where she's been bruised uh, and a voice note, I believe, of like her, I don't know how to put it. It's like a confrontation between her and Mason Greenwood, which doesn't put Greenwood at all in a good light. And um, that just went viral like crazy. Um, And there are are timestamps on the recording so it looked like it was back in the last year october um so i guess it's a while ago a couple of months ago and yeah so this is where i guess uh the council culture kind of came in <laughs> the, the 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 police were definitely informed my united have come out and said look uh he's suspended for the club for the time being for the foreseeable future um he's been arrested uh, 
there's multiple stories. I heard he got arrested twice. He's on bail. Like, it's really not sure what's happening there. Mm-hmm. I've also heard the club knew about it. Um, they knew it could come out at any time. Um, but they waited until something. They waited until it come out before they actually put out a statement. Um, what do you think of that? What do you think about that stance from the club? Um, I get it. I can understand because you're you're gonna protect your player until you can't. If you get what I mean, like you're gonna protect what you have until until it like gets too far. Like you can't. There's no coming back from what has just come out in it. So they have to they have to separate from there. But I don't know if the I don't want to say you don't you have to, but it's gonna look bad if you're associated. Do you know what I mean? Mm. So I I I, I get it because if there was no social media, everything would be under wraps, and you all sort it out in the best way that you know how. And if he had to go to prison or he was on tag or something, like he everything would kind of be would be kind of kept under under wraps. Not everyone's gonna have an opinion, and it's not gonna be number one trending topic because it's you know it's uh it's private it's a very private mm-hmm. matter like we don't need to know about this really mm-hmm. but, um i kind of think i kind of think united if united did know about it i kind of think we're at a place now where it, i feel like they maybe not voice it but bring it to a conclusion maybe not play him dropping from the team until it, it was sorted behind the scenes because I think I think men at the moment in culture, I've been around football teams, and I feel like that that, that male egotistic culture isn't great for women, and it's not great for men either. But for women yeah. in particular, they're not they're not they're not dealt with in a good light. And I think there's examples to be shown at that level that like this isn't tolerated. Because I was listening to the the audio, and I was like, "Raw, that's mad, isn't this it? Is mad, like this is." Crazy that first of all she's had to deal with this, mm. and it, and it's taken her to release this publicly to to get anything from it. But mm. yeah, I feel like we do have to kind of hold ourselves accountable as men to deal with situations like this better. Like I know I've I've been on night outs and I've seen guys act a certain way and and stuff like that. And it's I think it's it's it got to the point now where we kind of have to pull it pull it up and and make it an issue because like these things can't can't happen like be happening. I just, Honestly, I was listening to that that audio Sunday morning. And it triggered me. I was like, "Duh, yeah. it was awful to hear." Yeah, yeah. no, I, n- n- nobody wants to hear that as well. Mm. I've always, I, it's a difficult one because I know you want to bring awareness to it, and then you want to like make those people kind of get some kind of I don't know. They need to feel some kind of justice. There needs to be like a a justice system in place because they do it they feel like they can get away with it do you know what i mean mm-hmm. and you know that what we heard on on the sunday that could have happened on a weekly basis monthly mm-hmm. basis like we don't even know and the fact that it has happened it doesn't remove that this could have happened multiple times so it's like, I, how, like, how do we stop it? My own concern is the same with like the racism thing. It's there's got to be a way to do it where we're not just making it happen. I guess behind closed doors, because mm. 
we we've seen so many footballers kind of get charged with rape. Uh, Cristiano, not get charged, but I guess get associated with rape. Whereas like Cristiano Ronaldo, there's um, Mendy at the moment. Prison FC is looking crazy. Mm. Like, but I guess like Cristiano Ronaldo is, but he has the money to be able to pay someone off and nothing can be heard. Mason Greenwood might not have that. Do you know what I mean? Mm. And there's a problem that, you know, there might be people that will accept that and there'll be no justice. So it's it's a, it's very, it's a very, I don't know, like I'm not, I don't specialise in this. So I don't know what the right mm. way to go about it is, but I can understand my United's decision to, okay, look, this is not out there yet. So we, they might have removed him from training sessions. There was a time where he wasn't getting picked and, mm. you know, and and I know Olio Gonasosha was under pressure in his job, and it's like why he's not getting picked or whatever. And and there were times where these things were happening, but we don't know what's going on. We don't have the full picture, so it's mm-hmm. hard to make the best judgment. Because I can understand it. Like when you have um, an issue inside your own house, you don't want it to leave your house. You have to solve it in your own house. And then if you can't solve it in your own house, then it goes kind of outside. You might need a third party or whatever. But until until that point, you want to solve it inside. So mm. we're going to do that. And I, and I understand that. Not everybody's business needs to be out there. Do you see what I'm saying? But we mm. still need to find justice for these actions. Do you see what I'm saying? Mm. So, yeah, yeah, I guess... Oh, the issue is, like you said, you don't know what's happened behind the scenes and and where any investigations may have come from the club. Um, I, I would like to hope that they've kind of looked into the situation once they were aware of it and acted on that accordingly in terms of dropping a player and suspending the player or whatever that might be. But I just think like, we've got, it's got to a stage now that we kind of need to act on these things when it arises rather than waiting for the girl to publicly yeah, 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 yeah. voice it out get there before so she's not kind of isolated and all eyes are on her like imagine like her sunday morning must have been chaos mm. whereas if if that was officially done by the club maybe yeah. i announced that it might have been a different situation for her it might be more a com- more comfortable for her because mm. yeah i'm just thinking thinking about her positioning and it that yeah it couldn't be in a nice position. It must have felt like breaking point for her and she just oh. had to release it and then she had to deal with the aftermath of it all, which would have been equally as as mm. traumatic to deal with. Yeah, so it's, it had, like, it's hard because like, when you, you try to look at it from both sides, like I'm almost like kind of uh, happy that the girl had, she's paid this card. Do you know what I mean? Because mm. now you're going to get a bigger wave of is it justice like there's gonna be you know like there's gonna be more action now do you know what i mean towards macy greenwood but where she might have been trying to sort this out behind the scenes but nothing's happening he's mocking it he's still continuing with his behavior or whatever and she's played this card because she knows the majority is not gonna know this ain't right do you mm. know what I mean? so now he has to face a different issue and um, I think I could like it's like it's almost like this needed to happen. Do you know what I mean? And same with like um Benjamin Mendy. 
like the story is that he, I heard today he got another new case. Apparently, mm, like nine, yeah, nine girls have come forward. It's... That's too many. Mm. Uh, one is one is too many. Mm. Uh, it's like there's an issue here, and I've heard stories of I don't know what's true or not, what's not true, but you hear stories of like him, you know, being on house arrest, but still he's not allowed to go out because of the situation. But then he's still inviting girls over to the house or mm. prostitutes, and and it's like, come on, like that's there's a problem here. Mm. You know what I mean? So, yeah, like these people do need to kind of be faced with 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 justice because you're not invincible. You know, you might feel you're on top of the world, you've got a ton of money, but you still know right from wrong, and you're not above the law, like by any means. So. Yeah, something needs to happen for them. Like, what would you say? Like, do you reckon the likes of Benjamin Mendy, Mason Greenwood, do you think that they should be cancelled forever? I think this is a cancelable forever kind of kind of moment. Like they they're abusing their power almost. They like you said, they do feel untouchable. Yeah. And I don't think anyone will touch them after this, like if whether they get sentenced. Yeah, uh, they probably will get sentenced, but then after that sentence finishes, finishes, no brand will touch them, no, no publication, no radio station, no media outlets will touch them because of this reputation. Um, I'm, I kind of think rightly show, rightly so, because mm. uh, they've uh, they've abused their power, and I don't I don't think there's any coming back from that really. Yeah, it's a difficult one because now let's say they do their time. They've done their justice. They've been punished. Mm. Are they not allowed to, a second chance then? Is there no rehabilitation process? Is there no way to put these guys back into society? Like, obviously, we know they have talent. Um, is it bad for a team to give them a second chance at life, but the right give them a second chance to do it the right way? Mm. This is me being devil's advocate. I'm not, like, saying, like, oh, you know, these guys, you know, just made a mistake and that's it or whatever. No, I'm not I'm not saying that. I'm just saying like <clears throat> there's a justice system that's in place. So if you do something wrong, this is your time that you serve. And then after your time you you're free to go. But mm. then it's like you're always tainted with that crime. Mm. These so, are like there's a valid point. And like you said, we in in this country like we serve justice. You said people do their time to rehabilitate, to rehabilitate, <laughs> rehabilitate. <laughs> <laughs> to rehabilitate, and yeah, what happens after that? And I think, yeah, we do need to somehow get them back into society. But then I don't necessarily think that is on the same level they're at at the moment. Like it won't be. I doubt they'll be playing football in the Premier League again. It might be a lower league team. I doubt they'll be on on the major broadcasting outlets. So it might be an alternative. But I think, yeah, you're right in saying that we need to rehabilitate them and find a route for them. I just don't think we should give them the same the same stature that they current well, they had before the, these allegations. So what so like would you be open to like, okay, let's say Greenwood, he goes down a league or two and he's just focusing on his football, but you know his talent is second, like second by none. Let's say he, you know, gets player of the season, top goal scorer, 
he can fight his way back to the Premier League. Should the Premier League still not look at him because of what he's done in his past? <clears throat> yes, it's. I think it's, it's, it's in my head. I'm thinking from like a brand point of view and a business point of view, and and a PR that comes with it. And I, d- I don't know if the clubs will touch them. These these players. I just don't. I don't know if they want that kind of PR attached mm-hmm. to to the club because stuff like that will stick with the club that they've had a convicted rapist on their team and stuff like that kind of tarnishes the the club the club's values and morals and and all of that jazz as well so i don't know i i, I don't know i don't know if i have the right answer i don't even have an answer i like, know <laughs> yeah, it's, it's it's not easy because this obviously is a societal issue like this isn't just like football this is something that we see in life like people make mistakes they made mistakes really early um I saw a video the other day, I think it was on YouTube, and this this guy, no, it was, I think it was Instagram, actually. This guy said, um, committed two homicides at 14, and he got given 50 years in jail. And I think he was, like, 40 now. Mm. And, and it's like, he, he, he was bullied into kind of, like, committing two homicides. But this is at 14. That's just affected his whole life. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like, he's clearly, you know, kind of, what's the word? He shows remorse. He's, um, he's, oh, what's the word? He's like repenting for his, the, the, the mistakes that he's made. And it's probably clear he's not going to do that again. He's grown up. He's now a man, but he's still got to serve the rest of his time, you know, until he's like 60. Mm-hmm. You know, for something he'd done like 14. It's like, ooh, is that the right way of justice? I don't know. Mm. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't know because it's like obviously people repent at different ages, they become more more remorseful in different ages. And some people don't show any remorse. And you can see those people clearly. And I just feel like there might be a better way to kind of reintegrate reintegrate that person back into into society, whether it's therapy, whether it's support, whether it's like a controlled environment to something uh, and not just like behind bars, that's it, they're done. And then, because that in, in itself will damage that person even more. Some people might say they deserve that damage maybe, like because of the damage that they've caused. But if we're going off the justice system, you serve the time and then it's like, you're, that's it, you're meant to be back free again. Mm. So, I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't know. Like you said, like it's ethics and morals and everything in between. Like, I don't know. I don't know what the answer is. I don't know what the solution is. And you can look on it from both sides. Like, for, for that example, He's yeah. he's served a long sentence so far. He will be going back into into the public at some point. How, how what's the best way of of doing that for him? Making sure that he can comfortably fit back in to how society is now. Mm-hmm. But then you also look on the other side, and he's taken lives at a young age. And I guess in that I can only imagine that the the lives he took were of young young teenagers, young kids as well. Yeah, and, and how, how, how do you look at that? How would their families feel about 
about the sentence and if if he was let out early and stuff like that like it's, again i don't know what the solution is it's such a such a touchy subject and it'd be interesting to speak to the family members of the of the the kids the the, yeah, yeah 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 and yeah. see what their thoughts are yeah i i heard even like with this case specifically with mason greenwood i heard the dad has come out and 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 said some things as well um his his dad mason's dad or... no sorry uh harriet robson's dad okay. or his girlfriend's dad um but he did say some uh, i heard he did say some good words about um mason greenwood so really yeah so i'd i'd, I'd it's a difficult one, man. Very difficult. Well, I, I guess like now we're on the subject, in it, of cancel culture and everything. We kind of leave it to the audience to kind of make their assumptions about the Mason Greenwood situation. It is very sensitive, and um, I think that everyone in the situation at the moment is trying to do their best to kind of uh, make sure that I guess the the right re repercussions are given. Um, because yeah, right now it doesn't look good, but I know that we don't have the full picture. But we we will make a long term decision based off this picture that we have, uh, mm -hmm. and we're just going to be like, yeah, Mason Greenwood's cancelled. That's it, him done. And uh, I guess once he comes out, if he comes out of prison or if he goes to prison, who knows what's going to happen? Like we're just like you know we're going to be ridiculing every single football team that tries to touch him, mm -hmm. like. So he's done within the sport. So it's like we expect him to do another career or something. So don't know what that's going to be, but yeah. But um, yeah, so back to council culture, like what what does council culture mean to you, man? Like over the past like couple of years, especially with the growth of social media, TikTok, Instagram, I feel like social media has almost birthed cancel culture like mm. it hasn't been anything else just social media birthing this um what's your take on it like are you for it are you against it is it very case by case i think yeah i think you nailed it there like, i think it's case by case i think it's kind of stemmed from people saying things against the grain or going against the grain in some sort of way and that's sparking a reaction from a certain certain group of people that yeah. kind of want their their voice muted, I guess, or percussion come from, and it it works. I think it works when the the case is like you said, it's a case by case basis with the likes of R. Kelly, for example, and how that was brought to life and how he was cancelled. That was needed. The same. Did you way actually cancel him? Did you actually cancel him? This. this you know this what. Music. Yes, I don't listen to his music now. I don't have it on any playlist. So, but okay. it took me a while to get to that stage. I'm not going to lie. I did watch a documentary and I still had him on my playlist. He was still on my throwbacks playlist. But as I've gotten older, I kind of like, understand what me removing him from my playlist does in terms of not backing someone from that has ha has done what he's done. So I get that. But when I was, when I was younger, I just kind of I separated the music from the man where whereas it's, it's the same thing almost but interesting interesting mm. what about uh, you Have, do you still do you still listen to him are you uh, you know what like I'm almost indifferent a little bit hopefully that doesn't get me cancelled but um like there are 
like to me, my, obviously R. Kelly was a musical genius. Same with the likes of Michael Jackson. And there's some songs I'm like, okay, this doesn't, this, like, I believe I can fly. That's motivational. I feel like there's nothing in there that makes me, it takes me back to that negative place of what he's done wrong. But then there's certain songs, especially his explicit songs, um, makes me feel uncomfortable. So I'm like, okay, I won't play. Like, I, like if it comes on, like, in some playlists, I know that there's certain playlists that we have and it might be in there. I might remove it because I'm like, hmm, the title is, uh, it seems like you're ready. I'm like, yeah, no, I'm not going to. Mm. <laughs> yeah, that one, no. But I believe I can fly. That's not it. That's not it. That that's a different energy. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. Even the age ain't nothing but a number one. I don't know. I don't yeah. know how he got away with this. <laughs> age ain't nothing but a number. Like there's all these different things, and you're like, okay, cool now. And even even that makes it harder for me to listen to like Aaliyah and stuff. Like it's it's difficult. I'm indifferent because I'm not saying yeah, just everything banned. But I know I don't have the full picture, but you, you know, people are like people's lives have really been affected by this. Mm. And then obviously he's serving time or whatever. I believe he's serving time. So it's like, okay, cool, he's serving time. And there's gonna be a point where he comes out. He's made so much money off of music, like he's ingested it into the world, like. How many gazillion CDs has he sold? How many millions of streams? Happy people, happy people. You know, that's played at almost every wedding. There's probably in people's wedding videos. Like, oh, like, and it's like, there's a certain songs where you're like, okay, that's that energy. This is that mm. energy. Like, do I just keep beating him with the same stick? I don't know. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Again, I'm playing devil's advocate here. I'm not, I don't actually listen to R. Kelly like that. Like, it's just like, like when, when it comes on, like, mm, I'm not here, yeah. like, banging out his <laughs> albums. Yeah, these are good and un valid points because, like I said, they have they have got different vibes and different energies. But I think it's got to the stage where I, I can't rem remove the man from the music. Like, I'd see it as one, one entity almost. And, Kind of yeah, remove that out of my my area. Like if it comes on on the radio, I've got no control over that. But it's not something I go out to go out to so play. Anymore. I get. I guess my question to you is that fair then? So fair on if, Kelly. Yeah, like just yeah. So like if you if you if you've done wrong, or does it really depend on what you've done wrong? So like let's say you stole something from a shop when you were ten years old. You're you're labeled a thief now. Okay, should you be labeled a thief the rest of your life? You never. No, like I think, like you said, it's a case by case basis. Like, if depends on the on the how how bad the situation is or how bad what you what you've done is. Like, I'd, yeah, I don't. Yeah, for example, <laughs> the thief situation. I don't think that kind of sticks with you as you grow up, depending on what you stole, and I guess yeah. the neighborhood you live in and and stuff like that. Yeah. But with what R. Kelly has done, I feel like that that level of abuse kind of it will stick with him, and I think rightly so, because of the the amount of pain he's caused for these women, and 
the treatment he's just given to families and stuff like that is just like it was mad to hear I was watching a documentary probably like two three years ago now and it's just crazy to to kind of be aware that one guy can be that controlling over these women and force them to do these things and it's, it's all a bit mad it, you know what is like I almost think there's like there's rules to this cancellation thing because we we will put down R Kelly right and he's gonna take the burden for all of this right now. Right? I'm not trying to defend him. I'm not his lawyer. Like I don't I don't want to be associated with R Kelly, but I'm just trying mm. to offer both sides, isn't it? But what about people who knew like um, celebrities that probably knew during this time? People who have made songs together, people that did nothing. Are they like culpable for like this situation as well? I think so. Yeah, I'm 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 with that now. Like I think if you're aware of it, it's a bit like the, like the racism thing and having having um I guess an ally within that. Like if if you know something is wrong, we we now have to pull it up. Like we can't just throw like throw these things under the carpet and keep like promoting these people like you know if they got to this place because of wrongdoings like they, it needs to be dragged and i get like i see the strength in council culture for that like how r kelly was able to get away with that for what 50 years <laughs> why not yeah 25 years in terms of his music career is mad Cause like you said people would have known about this people would have known elia's age and and then mm -hmm. the other girls and stuff like that so the people around him, I think, are to blame and should be accountable that they kind of let these things happen. Mm. Like, and I think you've got to separate yourself from the bag or whatever you might tie you into him or, or the songs or the charts. He might have the, the chart position he might have helped you get. Like, I think you've got to narrow it down to your own morals and I guess what you stand for. And if you believe that something isn't right, I don't think you can back it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I... I get that. But then there's so many, like, there's so many different morals and ethics out there, like, and it's very, what's it called, like, community-based, right? Like, different communities will have different morals. I I could go to Southeast Asia right now, do something, and it's deemed rude. And, um, yeah, it might be deemed rude, but I, I don't I don't understand that. So, everyone, so I'm just saying, I guess my point is there is just that everyone has different morals and they're going to act on different morals. Mm. But I can't go to Southeast Asia and say, that's wrong. Do you know what I mean? And it's like, that's where I'm like, okay, cool. Where does it stop? Because obviously the R. Kelly situation, definitely case by case, we can say, okay, yeah, that's wrong. We're in agreement with that. And then, but then there's other things like where, you know, the Dave Chappelle situation, um, and then he, they're, they're trying to cancel him. They're trying to cancel Kevin Hart. Um, even Whoopi Goldberg the other day talking about um, the Holocaust wasn't about race. And they want to cancel her. And she has to put out a statement and say sorry about maybe just like her own opinion on the situation. Um, and it's like, we're going, we're going, this is like, is this becoming wrong? Mm, yeah, <laughs> I, yeah. I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. Mm, yeah, like you said, it's a case by case basis. And I think like, like I said earlier about people saying things against the grain, things against the grain that are their own opinions. I think that's where the lines get blurred a bit. 
because that's yeah. where conversations can be had and if you feel like what the person said they were in the wrong find a way to educate them maybe rather than count, cancel them completely because i don't think there's no there's no education process within that there's no learnings and i think that's like you like you said about going to jail really and, and rehabilitating someone you need to kind of mm-hmm. go through that process of showing someone a different light if you feel if you feel that is the right thing to do yeah, but yeah. there's yeah we're in a diff- weird time because there's also situations where i think okay it's a bit sensitive like we've got we're getting a bit sensitive now like people should be able to voice their opinions if they're different otherwise we don't have freedom of speech people don't get educated you don't get variety and thought process like everyone will just end up thinking the same so there is that side of it as well but i guess like we said it's just key if it's, I, don't, I think if we just keep it as a case-by-case basis but then you got to think there's always going to be someone out there that gets offended and some group of people that will try and drag an individual down because of it. Yeah. But I think that's just where we're at with social media. I think it comes with, it comes with the territory a bit. It if does. you are, yeah, if you are on that level, you you just going to, you kind of know if you say something that is against the grain, you're going to get dragged for it. So you better have a, <laughs> an explanation or, or, or I guess ammo in case these, these people come at you yeah you do yeah you gotta have your statement ready for whatever <laughs> if you if you're if you're accepting of these people like you because I, I i'm very much the type of person who believes that you depending on where you are in life what type of person you are you don't have to accept certain things mm. and um and if you're like in the limelight because you're you're it's like almost like a lot of your livelihood and your income or stuff based on other people's opinion of you you're in the light you could be like an actor and stuff like that and if you get cancelled that way like you could ruin a a legacy of yours you know what i mean and uh, i feel like in those cases yeah just you know write your statement and get 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 back to work you know um but if you if you have a different life setup there could be a way where you can just stand by your guns and just uh you know like guys you've been silly this is silly right do you know what i mean like like uh uh what's it called what kanye west put out today about nfts and it's like i like that because it's against the grain uh it's his thought process people might cancel him because everyone's saying nfts um we need to do it again we need to do an updated uh, nft episode as well because Mm. where it's got to now I feel like yeah a lot more information needs to be put out there because it's blown up even more um i've seen people just buy things left right and center just because it's an nft now and it's yeah you've got you sort you've got massive artists promoting it now and politicians and to me it's scammy it's it's scammy as hell now you're seeing like john terry talking about nfts like yeah like yeah like this is ridiculous i'm and a key point was um in our in our episode that we spoke about uh nfts i can't remember the episode off the top of my head but you can look at it through the archive where i said the social responsibility of celebrities and i said i like the way gary v did it because he didn't just go and say look these nfts are the ones i'm buying and then it creates this hype and we've like others haven't done that and this is literally what's happened now it's like it's stupid people are literally just painting whatever and 
uploading whatever and everything's done by code and they're not mm. even generating stuff and it's just like wow so yeah i think maybe the next episode we might touch on that and and, and do a little um nft 2.0 so yeah man we'll, we'll definitely touch on that and uh, you know on 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 nfts quickly as well um kind of switching into the the metaverse like obviously cancel culture is on social media it's birthday and everything but through the next couple of years well next decade should i say we're going to see this transition into the metaverse i wonder is this same cancel culture going to carry over into the metaverse um i i i i wonder only because let's say r kelly right what he tried to do in real life is wrong if he does the same thing in the digital world, is it still wrong? I think that's where like this. I think that's where Facebook have that will have an issue in how they police the metaverse and what is acceptable and what is not. Like I don't, th- I still don't think that will be acceptable if it is digitally. In terms of maybe grooming someone or whatever that might be, and that's at Facebook and. All different, these big different ages yeah you got like a 10 year old and a 45 year old but they're not mm. they're, ne- they're never ever gonna meet they're never mm. ever gonna actually that's never gonna actually happen it's just digitally mm. but it, it depends what what they're doing like if they are grooming some i don't know what it might be for but if they were if uh, a guy that's older was no matter what age they were were grooming some another character for example into getting them to do certain things within the metaverse i still think that still needs to be policed in some way otherwise it's just free game almost people living out their real world fantasies within the digital universe and and being able to get away with it like it's just, it's all mad it could get messy honestly it, it could get messy and i think that's where i think it sounds sick like the metaverse sounds sick but where Facebook will have to make sure they double down in is their policies and how they police it, because they've not, they've they've got stick for it in the past on Facebook and Instagram, and I feel like they will, they'll only get more more heat within the metaverse because of the maybe exposure it gives to each each individual. Yeah. So that's I I you know what it just it came to my head in there, and I just thought like well. People are just going to be getting away with things in the in the metaverse, like easy. Do you know what I mean? Like, and I'm like, what's a crime in the metaverse? Like, what is a crime in the metaverse? Mm. Like, we just talk about two characters grooming, and it's like, well, is that a crime? Um, mm. it, it takes me back to the episode of Black Mirror where the guy. Have you seen the Have you seen the episode like the latest season? The mm. street. The street mm, fight, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I'm again, like, I just went left. I, I was watching, <laughs> like, oh, yeah, this is actually quite cool, yeah, yeah. And then I thought, I was watching the end, I was like, how did it get here? <laughs> how did it get here? And that's without saying spoilers either. But if, yeah, yeah, if you haven't watched it, definitely check it out because it takes that turn, boy. But is that, is that, is that, is that cheating? Is that not cheating? Mm. Do you know what I'm saying? It's like, this is. I'm not ready for that. <laughs> I'm not ready for I'm not ready for that. Again, watch the latest season of uh, Black Mirror. Uh, we're talking about the Street Fight episode. Uh, I don't know what it's called, but um it's like a, 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 I guess a more enhanced way of gaming um which kind of triggers senses. But 
for me, I don't know like how you can police something like that. I don't know where that goes. Does council culture come into there? Does that solve an issue? Because, you know, let's say there are, you know, people who have problems, right? But they now can do that digitally without actually harm. Is it like not harming someone? Mm. Do you know what I mean? And then it get, I guess it gets into the mental aspect, and it it can be mentally damaging if the same habits or traits or behaviors of travel to travel into the digital world. I guess it's still that mental harm it can cause, even if it's not physical. But again, it's it's, it's just, I don't know how they police that. So then we're like it's almost free game in this metaverse thing, like, mm. um, and where it's so early on, it's gonna be free game. Mm. It's gonna be free game. Like, what are we? Wh- where are we gonna go with it? Is cancel culture still gonna be there? Like, you're just gonna delete players. You can delete, delete, and then recreate, delete, mm. recreate. Like, what? Like, you know what I mean? Um, this kind of leads me, to be honest, into the hot seat question. It's gonna be uh, a good one. I can feel it. This episode, I can feel this one. So uh, I don't know. Well, hopefully, don't overhype it. So, would you rather live in a world where there's no crime or there's no privacy? I think you know me being an introvert. I think I'd take the crime and have privacy. I think. <laughs> but, <laughs> um, I think that's it's still kind of the world I put myself in almost. Like crime, I'm aware that crime happens. Yeah, it's out of my control, but I choose to keep things private. I guess yeah. that kind of answers it. So then, uh, to me, this this hot seat question is great because. Um, it kind of coincides with like the council culture, so mm-hmm. it's like people are not allowed to say certain things, do certain things. So essentially, you basically want people to not do anything wrong. Mm. You know what I mean? Otherwise, you're gone. Mm. But that means that that could also lead to like there being no privacy. Do you know what I mean? Because there's certain crimes that happen, and it's like it's literally none of my business. Mm. literally like there's things like jury service it's your business when it's like it's your time for it to be your business outside of that it's not your business mm. you know what i mean offer it i shouldn't actually have to consume that that energy until it's that i really have to and the fact i'll be talking about greenwood every day about Yang every day this is uh, this is distracting me from maybe my own purpose in life. If you believe there's a purpose in life, or just other things that might be important. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't believe in that one. But uh, yeah, like I definitely want that. I rather I rather privacy. I think privacy is really important. So I'm happy for there to be crime. Um, I feel like I couldn't even imagine a world with no crime. Mm. I reckon I'll be happy. Yeah, I think yeah. a world about crime. I feel like this is, it's just like you said, it's, it's errors, error of judgment. I get, I don't know how to put this. 
But I just, yeah, if things would seem, just seem too nice, too fluffy, it'd just be like a world of marketing, really. Just, <laughs> <laughs> just full of fluff. I mean, again, we've seen that in episodes of uh, Black Mirror. Again, I'm always going to reference uh, Black Mirror, especially when it comes to like things in the future, predicting things in the future, because we've seen it where it's like, okay, cool. You, you're trying to promote this world that nobody can do anything wrong. So everyone's like, Faking everything, like mm. there's no privacy, so you just have to always constantly act like everything's yeah. <laughs> like you know good, and it's like mm. yo, the reality is is that's not it. Like mm. not everything's good. That's where it becomes toxic, um, and I feel like as a society we're close, we're slowly getting there. Um, I didn't like the fact that Donald Trump was getting banned and cancelled. I don't like this cancel culture. Personally, I think that um, there's certain things that we don't need to judge. You know, did that judge that there there should be qualified people or powers that be that that you know you know offer that judgment because it's just not for the everyday people because you're gonna mm-hmm. make some mad decisions. Um, and we, I feel like you always need to look at both sides. And if you don't, you're just, it's almost narcissistic to a certain extent. Mm. You don't, you, you can't just live your life in that way, man. So, yeah, for me, I'll pick a place where there's, wait, wait have I answered it? Right? Wait, no crime, no privacy. Yeah, I'd rather there be there's crime. There's no crime. Have I answered the question correctly? <laughs> no, didn't you say? <laughs> So you have a choice between privacy and crime, That's and, no privacy and no crime. Is that a question? So, would you rather live in a world where there is no crime or no privacy? So it's like there's crime, but there's no privacy, or there's <laughs> privacy. <laughs> there's, there's privacy. Is privacy? Oh, I've lost it. <laughs> I didn't in. That's our hot seat question for today, guys. We answered. <laughs> 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 We've absolutely lost the plot today. That's a mad one. That, oh, I, that I promise you, I'm sober. Um, just a bit tired yeah um, but yeah just kind of wrapping it up man uh, council culture is 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 having a big effect on, on today's society I hate to see people cancelled especially the wrong way I don't want to see um, Kevin Hart getting cancelled for a tweet that he sent 20 years ago and he's already apologised for it that doesn't make any sense I don't want to see someone getting cancelled because they're giving their opinion about something. I don't want to see Kanye West given um, getting cancelled because he said that he's not focusing on NFTs. He's focusing on better stuff. You know, um, he has his reasons. And just because you don't agree with someone doesn't mean that they can't coexist with you in the same place mm-hmm. or you can't be associated with them. And I think that's the main thing to take away from the uh, like from this council culture thing. Right? You can't just write somebody off, man. 
you know, people, you should always try to offer a route back for certain people, but there has to be steps for them to get to that place before they can start taking those steps back into whether it's your life, society, whatever it is. There needs to be a process, education process that allows them to be able to change their behavior and offer their way back in. And it's the same thing for any victims of people who are affected by any crimes that this person has done, they need to also be rehabilitated as well and kind of go in and, you know, um, be looked after and come back and to be that person of strength, of confidence or whatever it might be. So, yeah, man, that's my that's my that's take well on this cancel culture. Yeah, that's well put. But I couldn't have said it better, to be fair. So, it's a nice, nice way to conclude the cancel culture episode. Yeah, man. Um, and stay tuned for that NFT episode, man, coming up. Uh, yeah, we'll do that. We'll do that one next week for you guys. So, yeah, man, I go by the name Julian Green. Uh, thanks for listening to the Social Living Podcast. My co-host, Jam Lawrence, it's been a pleasure. We out.